This is Ringler Radio, where you get all the latest news and information about structured settlements from Ringler Associates, the first name in structured settlements, helping injured people and their families since 1975. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by Allstate, American General, John Hancock, Liberty Mutual, MetLife, Mutual of Omaha, New York Life, Pacific Life, and Prudential. Now join Ringler Radio host Larry Cohen. Well, hello and welcome everyone to Ringler Radio. I'm Larry Cohen, the head of Ringler Associates Northeast Operations, and we're certainly glad you could join us again today. And today we're coming to you from the 2013 Ringler Associates Annual Meeting, held out this year in beautiful, sunny Newport Beach, California. And we're getting a lot of snow in Boston, so I'm very happy to be here today uh, with my co-host, Randy Dyer, and my special guest, Mark Periello president and CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities. Well, the American Association of People with Disabilities, also known as the AAPD, is the nation's largest disability rights organization, helping countless individuals since its inception. And today on Ringler Radio, we're going to talk about AAPD's mission for 2013, all the great things the organization is involved in, and their continued fight for people with disabilities. And joining me today for this discussion is my co-host and uh, Ringler colleague, Randy Dyer. Randy's the uh, former past president of the National Structured Settlement Trade Association, and uh, he's worked very much with uh, the AAPD in the past and knows them very well. And uh, Randy joined Ringler back in, ni- in 2010. So, Randy, welcome to Ringler Radio. Great to have you. Thank you, Larry. It's a great pleasure to be here with uh, Mark and uh, with you. Well, here to tell us more about the AAPD and its mission for 2013 is our special guest, Mark Periello, the president and CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities. Mark has a proven track record of helping people to understand what the AAP does and why it is important. It's creative and high impact grassroots and grass tops programs all across America. Welcome, Mark, to Ringler Radio. And uh, am I correct in uh, that you face some of your own physical challenges? That is correct, Larry. Uh, first, though, I didn't know you were from Boston. I grew up in Chelmsford, so just a uh, well, that's know, terrific. Uh, short I, drive outside the city. I might say you're not going to probably find Chelmsford in the next few days, but uh, it's going to be pretty b- buried. But uh, I'm glad you came from uh, God's country. Right. There you go. There you go. I'm in D.C. these days, so either way, I would have skipped the snow, but I'm very happy to be here in Newport Beach with everyone from Ringler um, and all the folks from the Structured Settlement Trade Association that are thank, here as well. Thank you. We're, we're very happy to have you. Well, tell us a little bit about your own physical challenges uh, that really mark the connection you have with AAPD. Um, Well, I have two disabilities, and first is ADHD, which is why I forgot about the question already. Uh, (laughs) And and so that is something... I guess we're all disabled then, isn't it? And that is why I... uh, Actually, I didn't find out about that until adulthood. Um, And it is wonderful, actually, I think, these days for so many young people um, who have ADHD um, and other forms of learning disabilities, because the resources that are out there for young people are absolutely transformative. They didn't exist when I was young. You know, what third grader has three hours worth of homework a night? Um, right. None. Um, right. But, right, it gets all chalked up um, at that time and even too much to this day, right, as, you know, behavior problems, not focusing, um, not trying hard enough, um, a lot of the stereotypes. I'm also uh, blind in my right eye, have been since childhood. Uh, I actually can remember this all when this all went down, um, I was in the backyard with my friend Julie, and I was like, Julie. You ever notice that it's darker on one side than the other? She's like, what are you talking about? 
And, you know, having a conversation after dinner one night with my mom, I'm like, Mom, it's darker on one side than the other. She just had this bewildered look, right? I don't know what Mark is talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't until sometime later, uh, we were coming home from the grocery store. My mom's driving. I'm in the back in in the kid's seat. She reaches around to unbuckle me. She's like, Mark, look at me. I am looking at you. No, Mark, look at me. Right. I am looking at you. Um, and the look of horror and fear and uncertainty that came across her face is um, something that will be with me for a long time. Um, but my experience as a person with disabilities is very similar to a lot of people's experience. Um, and something that I talked about earlier today uh, with the folks at Ringler, you know, whether you have a disability from birth, whether you come into it through accident or injury, there is a lot of uncertainty. There is a lot of pain. There is a lot of fear. Um, And so that's what we're focused on at AAPD, right, is helping folks really have a a greater sense of their own possibilities, their own capabilities. Um, And we do a lot of work um, mobilizing the grassroots, changing uh, hearts and minds in Congress, um, getting people to do... um, the right thing by our community um, at the corporate level. It's a pretty great place. Well, you know, we're going to get into all of that uh, in this discussion. And uh, I, I will say it, it, it's very interesting that people that, that I've met that have disabilities all say the same thing. They, they just live, learn to live and work through it. And uh, I think that's something that your organization helps them with. So, Mark, what are, what are some of your goals uh, for AAPD in 2013? What's on the agenda? Um, there is a lot on the agenda for 2013, uh, probably more than I can talk about uh, on this radio program. <laughs> uh, but, but very specifically, um, you know, we are doing a lot to really change employment outcomes for people with disabilities. Right now, over 70% of people with disabilities are part of the long-term unemployed. Um, when you look at the numbers that come out from the Bureau of Labor Statistics each month, uh, you, we are usually about double what everyone else is, and that is what we are working to change um, through really specific programs. We're working with Governor Mark. Kell, who is chair of the National Governors Association. Um, He has uh, charged the entire National Governors Association with trying to solve this problem. Um, And so all of the governors, Republicans, Democrats, um, independents, are all looking at this at their states. Uh, We're working with the White House and the Department of Labor to Mm -hmm. push forward Section 503 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973. Um, It's really what that would do is require federal contractors to set some hiring targets around people with disabilities, um, and it could be a huge game changer. Uh, Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about the uh, the, the, what's going on in Washington, but uh, let me uh, let me jump in here and ask you about something that may be a little bit of a dark cloud on your uh, your uh, uh, recent history. Back in December. Um, we saw that the UN uh, Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities came finally to the Senate for ratification. And despite having some bipartisan support, I think there were seven Republicans that uh, voted for it, uh, it went down to narrow defeat, 61 to 38. It would have helped promote the equal rights of uh, the disabled around the world. What's your reaction to the decision? You know, it was really disappointing. Um, You know, it was a treaty on people with disabilities. It should have been a no-brainer, right? It should have been very, very easy. Um, And it was disappointing that it didn't pass. Um, But I would say, from my perspective, even though we didn't win in December, we gained a lot. Um, The media coverage around that treaty was so significant. Uh, Leaders who have been doing this work for far longer than I said they had never seen anything like it. It was on CNN, MSNBC, Fox News for a week straight, right? Mm -hmm. And all the shows. Um, 
And, and that is really powerful, um, especially from my perspective, as we are trying to engage more people in these issues um, and engage a grassroots that hasn't been active since really the ADA. Um, and so there was a lot of po positive outcome. And the thing that I think um, is really powerfully disappointing, though, is how Bob Dole was treated on the, the Senate floor that time. Um, you know, you had a lot of folks walk right past him. He was there to support the treaty's passage. You know, they shake no. his hand and vote the other way. Interesting. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we heard that one of the sticking points in the initiative was the question of who makes critical care, health care decisions for a child with disabilities. Is that, is that right? Is that, was that one of the things that really held this up? That is one of the things people will say held it up. Um, it was Article 7 of that treaty. And the fact of the matter is that it actually has nothing to do uh, with parental rights um, or whether or not, you know, a government makes decisions versus um, in the family unit. And the thing that I think was really what held it up was perceptions about the United Nations. You know, as much as we were talking about this is a treaty on disability, um, our opponents were talking about the United Nations coming in and taking over our lives and yeah. US, ruining U.S. sovereignty. World, world government right. taking over. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, what are the ch special challenges that uh, people with disabilities uh, face here and, and around the world? What, what are some of those special challenges that you see that uh, the folks that, are, that you deal with every day and try to help, uh, what are they facing? That's a tougher question than it looks like. Uh, the thing that I think most of us are facing is low expectations, right? That is mm. the biggest challenge um, across the board. You know, it doesn't matter what your disability, um, everyone gets sort of lumped in this category of uh, something other, something different. And that is tough to get past, right? Whether it's the educational system, whether it's in employment, whether it's in healthcare, um, you know, folks don't think that we're capable of doing much. You know, in my own experience, right, 4-H camp, you know, you would go from station to station, right, the wiffle ball station. So which one, anyone who can't play, right? And the camp counselor says, oh, that guy, Mark, right? He's blind in one eye. Of course I could have played wiffle ball, sure right? Sure you could, yeah. Um, and it's a very common experience, um, and it's tough because when folks look at people with disabilities, they see someone they want to help, right, rather than someone who is capable of achieving everything that they can um, or at least live up to their own potential um, if given the opportunity. Mark, uh, let's talk about the current administration in Washington. I'm, I'm from Washington, D.C., and you can't uh, uh, hit a nine iron without landing it on a lobbyist somewhere in Washington. <laughs> uh, most lobbyists... I've seen your golf game. I think you might be <laughs> I hit a lot of lobbyists. Most, uh, most uh, lobbyists are lobbying Congress and the regulatory agencies for favors. You're lobbying for rights. I think that makes uh, a, a, that's a that's a big difference for what you're doing. I uh, certainly remember uh, your predecessor Andy Imperato when uh, he was among the was just getting this whole AAPD thing started, and uh, Andy's now up on the hill. I know you've had some good support from uh, people uh, in DOJ, and uh, tell us uh, tell us what that world is like now under the Obama administration. Yeah, absolutely. So. You know, I often get accused of being too partisan uh, because, uh, confession, I actually worked for President Obama in his White House. Um, but oh, wow. one of the things that is really true about people with disabilities and one of the things I like most about my job is it is a nonpartisan issue. You know, it doesn't matter um, whether you're a Republican or Democrat or somewhere in between or somewhere further left or right, um, disability affects all of us. And and that has been really, really great because you can have Ted Kennedy Jr. and Jim Sensenbrenner um, on the same side of an issue, um, <laughs> and that's pretty great. The Obama administration, though— That's about as broad a spectrum, political right, spectrum. Right. Yes, it is. Get. Yes, it is. Um, you know, the Obama administration has been doing great work. Um, you know, 
40 years after the Rehab Act, we're finally going to see 503 come through. Uh, you know, they moved forward uh, the treaty uh, to the Senate, uh, which is exciting. Um, and they have been protecting Medicaid tooth and nail. Um, and, you know, when I first got this job, it was you really didn't hear Medicaid, right? You heard Medicare, you heard Social right. Security, uh, but they have really taken up the mantle of Medicaid in a big way. Um, and it's such an important program for the community. Um, and when we are looking at stuff, uh, Medicaid ends up being one of the top things on the list. Interesting. Well, you know, you're raising some of the big issues that are being uh, discussed and fought for down there on Capitol Hill. Uh, and sadly, one of the one of the ones that's really at the top of the agenda right these days is is the gun violence issue, the gun control uh, issue. It's become a very big topic in our culture. What's uh, what is your your basic uh, feeling about the the topic? I know on your blog you have a certain point of view. Tell us about uh, gun control and what AAPD feels about it. So. We don't really get into whether or not people should have the right to bear arms. Um, I personally think that we should, um, even though I grew up right outside of Boston. Um, people are surprised to hear that. Uh, but, you know, my father, uncles, they would all be up hunting in Maine. And uh, the challenge, though, that we have is that um, people with disabilities are often scapegoated, right? And so everyone wants to blame the gun, right? We need less guns. Right. Everyone wants to say, right, we need to do something about folks with mental illness, keep them off the streets, you know, protect our children from them, maybe even have some sort of national registry, which is what the NRA called for. Uh, no one wants to blame the actual person who did it. Right. Um, and I think that's where we need to focus. Uh, it scares me when I hear the NRA say things like we need a registry of folks with mental disabilities. Uh, you know, it sounds like something that probably shouldn't happen or wouldn't happen. But believe it or not, in 39 states, they already exist. Interesting. Well, you know, and uh, Randy, you, you, you see it too down in Washington. If there's ever been a contentious issue the, the, recently, it's this one. It's this gun control issue and the violence in America. And and you've heard of both sides. You've heard the, there's a mental health component in terms of trying to keep uh, people with those kinds of issues, as Mark mentioned, away from uh, owning the guns. Then you have the, the folks who say the assault-type weapons shouldn't be uh, able to be handled by anybody. So you're in Washington, Randy. What do you sense is happening with that issue, especially as it relates to the disabled? You know, I think uh, gun control is, a, is a, one of those litmus test issues that's, uh, that's going to divide us uh, for many years to come. I think the suggestions that have been made on changes to uh, 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 the capacity of a, of a gun clip, I'm not sure that's going to change the world very much. Um, but but clearly, uh, uh, a registry of people with uh, mental uh, uh, challenges is uh, makes makes little or no sense to me. Mm -hmm. Interesting. We're going to take a quick break right now, but we're right back in a minute uh, here on Ringer Radio with our special guest Mark Periello, the executive director of the AAPD, and our guest host Randy Dyer. We'll be right back. You can listen to all the Ringler Radio shows. Just go to ringlerassociates.com or legaltalknetwork.com and click on Ringler Radio and choose from almost 200 topics. There's a Ringler Associate in all the major cities of the U.S. No one has more experience than a Ringler Associate. Check out our new website at www.ringlerassociates.com for the best information for claimants, legal professionals, it claims personnel, and to find the Ringler Associate nearest you. When it's your interest at stake in a lawsuit settlement, you want only the best financial plan. 
you can count on Ringler Associates to structure a customized plan that meets the needs of you and your family for the future. Visit ringlerassociates.com to learn more. Welcome back to Ringler Radio. I'm your host, Larry Cohen, and glad you could join us. I'm joined by special guest Mark Periello, the executive director of the American Association for People with Disabilities, and my Ringler co-host, Randy Dyer. Mark, the AAPD has partnered up with the U.S. Business Leadership Network to create a new corporate index for people with disabilities in the workplace. And this is the Disability Equality Index, or the DEI. Tell us about that. I'm sure you know you mentioned earlier about how the workplace is one of the one places where the disabled needs to really get some help. Yeah, this is a really exciting project. Uh, we partnered with USBLN uh, about eight months ago, a little bit more. Uh, we've been working on the project uh, since 2011 to get it up off the ground. And what we're going to do is basically work with the Fortune 1000 companies and give them a set of criteria um, so that they know how they're doing um, in terms of hiring people with disabilities, retaining people with disabilities, uh, making sure that their technology and facilities are accessible to people with disabilities, um, and the list will go on. It will probably be about 10 or 12 questions. We're actually modeling it um, based off of a system that the Human Rights Campaign uses to uh, rate companies on LGBT issues. Mm -hmm. um, so it's going to be a system that they are very familiar with in terms of process. Uh, the questions obviously will be very, very different. Um, it's an exciting thing uh, because... What this does is it provides a new opportunity, right, to let folks know where they are, right? And believe it or not, business is hungry for this. They have been asking. It was one of the first things I started to hear over and over again is, right, we don't know actually how we're doing because no one tells us, right? right. And so this system um, will give folks a score from zero to 100, um, but we aren't going to come after people, right? The very fact that someone wants to participate, a company wants to participate, means that they want to do better. Right, that we're willing to put themselves out there sure. and learn. And so the great thing will be we'll do the survey, um, but then we're actually going to work with folks for about eight months before we go public so that they can improve their scores, do things differently, learn. And to me, it's that educational opportunity that's really going to drive change, not some number grade. Mark, I remember uh, when I first met Andy Imperato, and AAPD was a fledgling organization the dream of a few uh, far-sighted people. Uh, it is amazing how it has grown in size and influence since that time. I know the mainstreaming of persons with disability is never ending, but where are we now? Have We've come a long way. Do we still have a long way to go? We have so much further to go, so much further to go. You know, the groundwork has been laid. You know, the ADA has leveled the playing field in many respects, mm -hmm. um, but it is the floor, it is not the ceiling. And as we move forward, right, it is sort of shifting this dialogue in my mind from one where we are talking about government entitlement programs, Medicaid and SSDI, um, to quite simple things like equality of opportunity, right? Freedom from discrimination. Um, you know, things that all Americans sort of expect and deserve as rights as citizens. Um, and as the dialogue shifts towards that, um, which it is shifting, um, and AAPD is a part of that dialogue, but so many others, so many young people that have a different sense of opportunity than the generation before them, the generation before the ADA, uh, things are going to change. And really what I want to get to and what I hope to get to is a day when people just see past the disability and see the person. Right. And there isn't a lot of preconceived notion about 
what someone can do or can't do or shouldn't do, um, that, that the individual is respected. And that will take some work. You know, what's interesting is uh, the media can help in a big way. I, I noticed that uh, my daughters, for example, they like to watch a show called Glee. And on Glee, there's a fellow in a wheelchair, I don't know if you've seen it, and who is involved in that chorus and all the interactions that all the other kids have. And I think that's a, a big eye-opener for a lot of the teenagers that are looking on that may not have really in, enacted or gotten involved with the disabled. But uh, sometimes that's a big help, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I think the media is a powerful tool. In fact, actually, uh, the upcoming, I don't follow this stuff enough, it's either the Golden Globes or the Academy Awards. Um, four of the five films that were nominated for Best, best Film have to do with disability. And, and that can be a huge um, change agent. Um, which is exciting to see that folks are showcasing people with disabilities. No question. And, and in that realm, uh, you all know how celebrity seems to be driving this country. It's amazing, uh, Randy, how you know people don't care about uh, you know certain issues, but they do care about what the celebrities uh, have done for breakfast uh, today. Larry, that's a perfect segue to a shameless plug, which I'm going to give for APD March mm-hmm. 6th. I think 5th. The 5th. I'm sorry, March 5th. Uh, AAPD is having their annual gala, which uh, the National Structured Settlement Trade Association has supported for many years, and we will be there in force this year. Uh, If any of our listeners could uh, attend that function, you would uh, have your eyes open like you've never had them before. That is absolutely the most amazing uh, evening you'll ever spend. But there's no truth that you are going to be the entertainment. Is that (laughs) Randy? Is Is that true? Not His chance. secret is safe with me. Yeah, there yeah. You, go. Yep, you have to come to find out. There yep. you, go. you have to come well, to find out. Listen, I want to close uh, this uh, very interesting and informative discussion with this question for you, uh, Mark. What has leading the AAPD in all of its work meant to you personally? You know, I've been involved with disability for a long time. Um, I've had a disability uh, or disabilities for most of my life and have done civil rights work um, throughout my career. Uh, coming into AAPD, though, has been very eye-opening. Uh, you know, quite frankly, the oppression um, of the community um, is so profound um, that it's almost indescribable. Um, and, and the toll that that takes on people, the toll that that takes on the movement collectively, um, is very, very deep. Um, and I know that we're wrapping up here, but um, one of the things I want to say, right, is because of that, right, one of the reasons I'm here at Ringler is the work that you all are doing around structured settlements is so important, right? And so we're standing beside you fighting for tax reform to make sure that things these resources are still available. Um, we'll keep the show going for this. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> right? Keep well, talking. I like this. You know, well, when it comes right down to it, right, you know, a lot of people when they come into disability, whether it's through accident or injury, um, are quite frankly unprepared for the world ahead of them, um, right? Much like I was quite frankly um, unaware of all of, of the difficulties and challenges um, that uh, folks face um, on a daily basis. And how you plan for 10 years down the road or 30 years down the road or 50 years down the road um, is so important. Um, and you all are really helping provide people with the tools they need to live their lives independently and successfully. Um, And so that is one of the reasons why I think this is such a great partnership. Speaking for the association, let me say that no organization in Washington uh, can achieve its goals without uh, uh, good alliances with other organizations, and nobody have had a better ally than AAPD. Thank you. 
Well, I, I will tell you that uh, it's interesting. The best endorsement of all is coming from someone like yourself, a, a really an unsolicited endorsement about what structures can mean for, for the folks that uh, you represent. And, you know, we've been kind of preaching that for a long time, but, but to have you say it without any prompting here today, I think is, uh, speaks, speaks a lot, and we appreciate that very, very much. So if someone wanted to get in touch with you, Mark, how would they do that? You know, um, they should go to the AAPD website, aapd.com. Uh, we are .com. If you go to .org, you're going to be at the American Association of Pediatric Dentistry um, and <laughs> won't find out how to get in touch with me. Uh, but go there, sign up for our list, um, and, you know, you can call our main number, 202-521-4317, uh, um, for more information as well. By the way, I hear those pediatric dentists, they can't play wiffle ball either. They're not good. They're not good. Randy, where would somebody get a hold of you? <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm with Wrangler Associates these days. Uh, in Washington, uh, my number would be uh, 240-447-6295. Well, and if you want to reach Randy or any of the Ringler Associates, you go to ringlerassociates.com where you can find everybody on the website. We have tremendous information on that website uh, that I encourage you all to, uh, to take a peek at. And you can download every Ringler radio show from either ringlerassociates.com, ringlerradio.com, or legaltalknetwork.com. And, of course, you can also uh, find Ringler Radio on iTunes, and uh, get it streaming right into your, uh, your earphones. It'll be uh, fun for you to do. So, uh, Mark, again, very much uh, appreciated the, your visit here with us and uh, the, the great things you had to say about AAPD. Wish you the best of luck in the future. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Randy. And, Randy, thanks again for being a great co-host and all you do for, uh, for Structures and for Ringler and for, uh, for everybody involved. Thank you, Larry. And uh, for all of you out there who have been listening to this show, count your blessings and go have a great day. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and none of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to Ringler Radio, celebrating its seventh year on Legal Talk Network with over a million listeners. Ringler Associates, the first name in structured settlements. Visit ringlerassociates.com today. Today.